at SFM Radio and at Stephen Grutus on Twitter. You may remember at the beginning of last month, the beginning of August, I think it was, the new Limpopo Liquor Act, it's called Act 5 of 2009, came into effect. It was changes to the act. And what it really meant was that places were not allowed to serve alcohol after midnight. And that was the big issue, was that they were changing the liquor law in Limpopo. Previously, they'd been able to sell alcohol until, I think, 2 in the morning. And as a result of that, liquor traders and some others uh, tried to go to court to say that the Limpopo Act was wrong. And they tried to say that they had not actually properly been consulted. My understanding is that the Limpopo High Court, in the end, actually denied the applicants and so ruled in favor of Limpopo. Rogers Monama is the MEC for Economic Development, Environment and Tourism. He's the person whose department is in charge of this act. MEC, good morning. Uh, good morning, Stephen, and uh, good morning to your listeners. Is that right? People went to court and you won in the end? No, no, definitely you are correct, uh, uh, Stephen, that uh, uh, the, what we call the unincorporated uh, Sikukuni Liquor Traders Association, together with the EFFF's political party, uh, tried to interdict uh, the implementation of the Limpopo uh, liquor act which was dismissed with coast so you now then continue with the implementation of the act as before have you had to prosecute many people for breaking it have police in Limpopo actually found many instances of people trading or selling alcohol after midnight yeah perhaps we need to outline the process uh, before we can come to the implementation Firstly, just welcome the judgment by the High Court on, for the first time uh, in the history that uh, Limpopo has a Limpopo Liquor Act. Uh, that's one victory that I think we we had and were quite uh, vindicated that all the processes were followed. The public hearings were conducted by the provincial legislature in Limpopo, but also they said that we failed to follow the necessary processes. And uh, those things also were 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 dismissed and no single objection was received as a result so as of now we have since entered into a memorandum of agreement with south african police service uh, for the implementation and collaboration in this act but however we need to state upfront that because uh, uh, some people applied uh, uh, with the old act that's one issue that i think we have to clarify uh, that uh, it is only applicable to the new liquor licensees or license applicants because public uh, provincial notice 440 for the current license to convert uh, by the end of the 31st July 2024. In effect, it says that uh, they can still operate as per their license conditions. That's where and it's only after July 2024 that uh, uh, the, the new act uh, will, will affect them. But uh, currently, it only affects those ones who are the new entrants in the industry. Okay, so there's really a bit of a phrased approach in the end. It's only next year that actually you will end up having this, uh, this, uh, this license act uh, implemented properly across the entire province, only from July next year. Yeah, definitely, that's what we are saying. But it's applicable because you can reckon that uh, there were a number of areas and propositions that we have made in the new act, like uh, trading on Sundays. Those one will kick in. Uh, 
immediately and the issue of the decentralization of the application for liquor licenses uh, to the district no longer centralized in the in the provincial office but also the participation of the consultants in terms of the applications will be one of those things that will be affected and that the selling of the traditional beer which was prohibited those were some of the things that i think also we're proposing and uh, since that we have granted an opportunity to implement it and but also as a department we are looking forward to continuously engage with the industry stakeholders uh, in a way aim at improving the collaboration and how best we can improve uh, the conditions the socio-economic conditions of our people um what we've seen in some countries that have really made a change to the amount of alcohol consumed, so Russia is a classic example, um, is that they started over a period of 10 years to change licensing hours, to make alcohol more expensive, to remove alcohol advertising entirely. And it took 10 years, but the impact was huge. Life expectancy really jumped. Um, in Limpopo, was this just the beginning? Are you going to try and make uh, introduce other measures to reduce alcohol consumption over time? Yeah, that's definitely that I think we're trying to introduce to have what you call trading hours for on-site consumption and off-site consumption. And basically that's what I think out of the outcry because what we were doing, it was only the implementation of uh, what has happened in the public hearings. These were the public views and uh, unfortunately we did not get uh, any objection in that regard. So we hope that uh, this act will, will go a long way in improving the livelihood of our own people, but also the sustained uh, cohesion of our people, because one of the things that we wanted to advance is the social cohesion. And the, uh, the Department of Health was telling us that they are overwhelmed by the number of the fatalities after 12 and so forth. And the, the Department of Education was also complaining that their performance was uh, affected by these uh, outlets that we have uh, because uh, our kids cannot concentrate in terms of their studies, hence uh, uh, the, the low metric uh, rate uh, pass that we have. And those were some of the, and the police, they were saying that uh, they are distracted, even if we heard about the police minister. When he was releasing the, the stats, he said that uh, one of the contributing factors is the uh, illicit traffic uh, trafficking of drugs sure. and the rates in the taverns and the shippings. And I think uh, that is the context in which I think we're trying to make this law. And uh, you know that law is residual. You don't just wake up and create a law, but it's a process that uh, which is quite extensive and engaging <laughs> in its nature. MEC, thank you. Rogers Monamas, the MEC for Economic Development, Environment and Tourism in Limpopo.